You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's it's about video. to be. Oh, look at that. You that. you want to take it. You want to do the intro? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just already interrupting and causing mayhem on your podcast. I'm sorry. Here I am just hijacking the airwaves. But that's that's a nice video, Ben. That's a very nice that's video. That's a nice video. Shout out to Doug Branson and the good people at the Locked On yep. Podcast Network for putting that together, making us look professional. But you say yep. you're hijacking it. It's mayhem already. That's the point of today's episode. It's almost a freaking weekend. It's crazy. It's wild. We set you into the weekend here on Locked On Big Ten with some of the crazier things we think might potentially have a chance of happening in the 2021 Big Ten football season. So hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Friday, June 11th. The other voice and face you are seeing if you are watching on YouTube is Matt Sheehan, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Spartans. Matt, before I officially welcome you on, we have to mention that today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for 300% back, 300% back on your first play. I read that and I was like, that has to be a misprint. It's not. The good folks at Stat Hero, also wild. We're getting wild this weekend. Matt Sheehan, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Spartans. Welcome back to the Locked On Big Ten podcast. Dude. Thrilled to be here. It's been too long, Ben. I I missed you, Ben. I missed you. I missed you too, man. The last I had seen of Matt Sheehan was the NCAA tournament and some of the best reaction videos you will ever see in your entire life. Slugging Miller Lights, having a great time with it. And I don't think I've seen you since then. I don't think I've had you on the podcast since then, which is just far too long. But you can already tell the first two and a half minutes of this show have been electric. They have been crazy from the jump (laughs) after the video and music played. We were ready to go. So, Matt, it's a pleasure to have you back here. Dude, it's it's great to be back on. Yeah, I can confirm I have still been drinking the Miller Lite. Um, although they've been, like, happy. Like, some of those reaction videos, it was, like, like yeah, the sad beer every once in a while. But, no, it's, it's, right. it's, hey, we're just rolling smooth into the summer in these back-to-precedented times pretty soon, Ben. So, yeah, yeah man. Back-to-precedented. I like what back. you're doing there. I like also when you share out like what that. beers you're drinking on a given day heading into the oh. weekend. I see we've been getting some bells up there. We're getting ready in the state of Michigan for a beautiful summer. And as we're talking about beer, we're talking about alcohol, we'll get into Mm -hmm. some of our crazier predictions that might actually happen for the 2021 football season on the gridiron. But big news in the Big Ten on Thursday, Iowa will sell beer at Kinnick Stadium this upcoming football season. So I ask you, Matt Sheehan, Michigan State still is not selling beer throughout games at Spartan Games so far. When do you think that's a possibility? God, hopefully soon. I mean, I just don't see why not. Like, it's no mystery that a lot of teams lost revenue last year without having ticket sales and fans. Like, let's get this back one $12 beer at a time. I mean, that, that's yeah. all we need. I don't need anything fancy. I'm not looking to get absolutely whammered at these games. I'm just – really, what I'm trying to do is avoid the third quarter hangover. I mean, that's, that's it. Everyone just, you know, logs as, as many fireball shots and beers as they possibly can before heading into Spartan Stadium and then – well, third quarter creeps up. MSU's uh, down 10 to 13, and oh boy, that, that headache starting to creep in. So I would do anything to pay. I would pay upwards of $20 for like a lukewarm beer in the third quarter at Spartan Stadium. Like, why Why not just go for it? it who's it? I was going to say, who's it hurting? But eh, I guess could get a little out of hand in some cases, but I won't. I'm a proper no. citizen of. Yes, you are. 
whatever. He's slanting the greater Michigan area. But I would say, yeah. in fact, you could make the argument that people tailgate so hard before football games across yeah. the Big Ten because there is no beer sales during the game. Yeah. So they have to jam-pack everything in binge drink, which is one of the biggest taboos we have when it comes to alcohol. So why not allow fans to go into the stadium at a more timely fashion, enjoy a nice beer, and then you taper it out throughout the game. So maybe there's something yeah. to that. But until that day happens, Matt Sheehan, you will be outside yeah. Spartan Stadium slugging fireball. And we're getting ready for 2021 in such a fashion. Yeah, and also, if you sell beer in the stadium, too, I'm not saying I do it. But uh, just the stress of having to put little shooters of Baileys in your socks and walk through without security catching right. you. Like, that's that, – I, right. I don't need I don't need more stress on a game day, Ben. Like, it's, it's hard enough – Walking into the stadium, about to watch my Michigan State Spartans do whatever they do. And more times than not lately, that's not score any touchdowns. Uh, like, that's stressful enough. I don't need another yeah. thing in my list to worry about. Are you seeing that, Spartan Athletics? Think about the fans. Think about the fans that have to cheat the system. Yeah. Think about yeah. them before you are right. deciding whether or not we can sell beer or not. I also have to mention, because it's the first time we've had you back on the show in a, on a, in a while, yeah. you have a new set. And Mel Tucker behind you, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening, Matt has a picture of Mel Tucker over a Spartan helmet just right, staring baby. into the soul of That's whoever's right. looking back trying to match the eye gaze of Mel Tucker. I'm scared to do so. So I'm yeah. glad I just get to stare at the flow that Matt Sheehan has going here in the month of June. Appreciate that. Yeah, this is a – I was always a buzz cut kind of guy in uh, quarantine. I've had like two haircuts and – who knows what's going on with the hair every single day when I wake up. But, yeah, thank you for n noticing the canvas. Actually, Ben, I got one more thing for you right here, and this is oh terrible. My God. This is Live. terrible if you're listening to He's the pod. Yeah. And Just listening to the pod, but here we go. Uh, and oh. Antoine Simmons game use glove from the Michigan game, the one he tipped that pass in the end zone with uh, right there. So, oh. yeah, that's uh, – Remind me, it's been a while. That score of that game was Oh, that, my memory's a little fuzzy. Oh, was, yeah. it, was it that close? No, it couldn't have been close. MSU was three and a half touchdown underdogs going right. into that game. But, oh, that's right. Yeah. It was 27 to 24. Ben, that's right. That's what we're talking about. So. Boom. Can forget. If, you, can forget. if you ever forget, just go look at Matt Sheehan's Twitter handle, I think. I don't know if it's still – 27 oh, to 24 yeah, it is. but yeah, yeah yeah it's still somewhere in, yep. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there you'll definitely find the outcome of the 2020 michigan michigan state game so matt let's look forward to 2021 it's what we've been doing pretty much all month long here on locked on big 10 as we try to provide some hope and optimism during these down months in the offseason as we get ready for the 2021 big 10 football season so today's focus is one of the crazier more outlandish things we think might actually have a slim chance of happening do you have a bigger topic that comes to mind when I pose that type of question? Oh man, I don't know why, Ben. I, I keep I keep falling in love with Iowa this year for some reason. I I, I can't because of the beer sales. It, it's the beer sales. It's just that yeah. you know they're kind of like the cicadas. Is like they'll take like years off, or like they're okay, and then oh, they have a spike, and now they're really good this year. I I feel like they're on the precipice of like another spike up. They're going to mm. go to the Big Ten championship game, and I I don't. I don't think they're going to win, but I, Ohio State has to lose one of these games, right? They can't win every time they go to Lucas Oil Stadium, right? I, I, just a lot of averages. Right. You're going to accidentally lose one of these things eventually. So, I don't know. Iowa's a sneaky team this year. I just, I just like Iowa going to Lucas Oil this year. I, am, am I crazy for that? Or is is I, I don't even know if that's a hot, lukewarm, or just no. a cold take. I mean. I don't think it's crazy because one of the things I think we will see this year in the Big Ten football season is a return to normalcy in a way where you will okay. have the teams that we expect to be at the top of each division on a year-in, year-out basis make their way back up there. Will Penn State and Michigan in the East be up there? I'm not entirely sure, but I do expect mm -hmm. 
Iowa and Wisconsin to be contending for that Big Ten West title. There's a game Halloween weekend match, in between those two teams at Camp Randall that I think will decide the winner of the Big Ten West division this year. I think the crazier thing that you could have said there is if Iowa goes to Lucas Oil and knocks off Ohio State. But that's almost lunacy at a time. Until I almost happens, went there. I almost yeah, went I there, but I have to check myself. Yeah. Almost. It's so hard to predict that to be the case because you are yeah. literally predicting history. And in all things we have seen, even what, 2019 was it? When Wisconsin was up 28 to 7 in that first half of the yeah. Big Ten championship game. And then Ohio State still found a way to rally and win yeah. that. So it's so hard to predict somebody to knock off Ohio State. But I think Iowa getting back to the top of the Big Ten West, not the craziest thing. So I'm sure, like me, a lot of you guys are betting on sports. You are wagering on sports. You might even be playing daily fantasy sports. But did you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Well, that is until Stat Hero. We are introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner, take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Daily fantasy can be tough because there's so many lineups out there. You think you have a good one, but it's so hard to beat the entire field. That's not the case with Stat Hero. You are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one on one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds in your favor. Go to stathero.com/locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. Sign up for free and right now you can get 3 times back on your first play. Did you hear me correctly? 3 times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. 300% unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Again, stathero, S-T-A-T-H-E-R-O.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Stathero.com slash locked on. So Matt Sheehan and I are talking about crazy things. You know what's not crazy? Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. That's not crazy. That's just fact. I'm not even giving you an opinion. That's just fact. You know what is up for debate though? What's your favorite Built Bar? And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? Those nine original flavors that they have on regular rotation are coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, which is my personal favorite, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. You know that when you go to Built Bar, you can try all of those nine original flavors in a mixed box if you haven't tried all of them already. And outside of being incredibly tasty, it's like a dessert every time you have one, Built Bars are also healthy. They have all the good stuff in there that keeps you running at your best with none of the bad stuff in there that slows you down. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or double chocolate or whatever you like at BuiltBar.com. When you go to BuiltBar.com and you use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1 five you'll get 15 percent off your first order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com matt sheehan has been on this program many a times a couple of them have been on a friday episode he always brings that friday energy to get you into your weekend we continue on with matt sheehan one of the co-hosts of locked on spartans but i have something that's kind of crazy if you will i think in the big 10 east well i'll get your thoughts on something that i have been called crazy for beforehand but I think in the Big Ten East, Maryland has a possibility of winning eight football games this year in 2021. 
I think Maryland has a very talented roster, mainly on offense. You have Talia Tungabailoa, who looked really good at times last year, bad at other times, but really good at times, with a very solid supporting cast of skill players. When you look at Rakeem Jarrett, you look at Dante Demas Jr., you look at Tavon Fleet Davis, Tavon Fleet Davis, excuse me, who probably has the best name for a running back you will ever see, Fleet Fleet of foot running back? Come on, it just all goes so yeah. well together that I think Maryland has a lot offensively. They could win eight games this year in the Big Ten East. I looked at their schedule. Here's how I see things breaking down in a possibility for these Terrapins under Mike Loxley in his third year on campus. They start off with West Virginia in the season opener. West Virginia had a pretty bad year in the Big 12. I think they could win that game. They then play Howard. I think they could also get Illinois, Kent State, and then their Big Ten opponents is where it gets a little bit shakier. I think they could knock off Minnesota, although it's on the road in the Twin Cities. Michigan State-Maryland, I actually think, will be a very competitive game this year. They could yeah. potentially knock off Michigan. I think they have that game at home. And then at Rutgers to finish off the year. I think their loss has come against Ohio State, Iowa, Indiana, and Penn State. But that could be an 8-4 and four record for the Maryland Terrapins in 2020. Is that wild? Is that no. crazy, Matchian? I mean, no one had a crazier season than them last year, right? I mean, not only did they only play five games, but, okay, you start the season getting absolutely waxed by Northwestern, which is, okay, respectable. Northwestern was a fine team last year. Sure, of course. And then uh, 45 to 44 win over Minnesota. Then you beat Penn State. You'll lose to Indiana. And then you lose to Rutgers for your cap off to the season. Like, I I don't know what to expect. I can see them going 2-10 and as easily as I can see them going 10-2 and this year. Like, just like you said, roster is littered with talent. That's not going to be the issue. It's just, I don't think I'll ever bet on Maryland this year because I never know what Terrapin team is going to show up. So eight and four, I don't hate that because I, I could, I can realistically see them going anywhere between four and eight and eight and four. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to touch the Terps all year because uh, I don't know. Man. I can't do it. They have a very talented roster. They truly do, mainly on offense. The defense is okay. Bottom five in both scoring and total defense this past year in 2020. They do have a very talented young safety by the name of Nick Cross, who I think is now a junior or maybe it was a sophomore. Yeah, I think he's a junior now, but one of the best in the Big Ten Conference. I don't know exactly what to expect out of the defense overall, but the offense has so many weapons, and the consistency of having Talia Tungabailoa back now for a second year on campus in College Park, that could be a step, and this Maryland team could be a team that – is looking to put up 30, 35 points every single game. So I think there's a chance they go eight and four. Is it crazy? That's the point of the show. Is it crazy enough that it might just happen? That's what we're doing on Locked On Big Ten. Yeah. So here's my second crazy thing that has to do with the Big Ten East. And you're the perfect person to answer this question. I put it out on Twitter. I put it out on a Tuesday afternoon in the middle of May. It is one of my spicier potentially wildest takes for the 2021 Big Ten football season. I think your Michigan State Spartans will win seven games. Scale one to ten, how crazy is that? I, If you ask Vegas, that's very crazy because I think their over-under for wins this year is a, it's either four or four and a half, wherever mm-hmm. you look. So seven in the eyes of Vegas is absolute banana land. But if you're asking a slappy homer like me, whew, Ben – that ain't crazy enough. I can see nine wins out of this team coming up. Uh, and if, no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go on the record for that. But seven wins, no, I think I think is squarely in the realm of possibility. Like, no one has cut up their roster and used the transfer portal as well as this guy over my shoulder right now, Mel Tucker. Like, he Agreed. saw that roster. He got a full look at it. I forgot how many games they played last year. I'm trying to block last year's season out of my memory, except for the yeah. two games they won. 
He got a good look though at that roster, and oh me, oh my, that is not Big Ten caliber. You see where all these kids are going. Every kid, but like maybe three or four, transferred to a Group of Five school. Like these weren't even Power Five transfers that were leaving the program, and he's pulling kids in too. I mean, are they all studs? No, not every one. I mean, you get Ronald Williams from Alabama, who's a backup cornerback down there. You get uh, Kimbra from Florida, who's a backup cornerback. You know what's good, though, is that SEC backups, especially in those schools, are probably better than what you had starting out. So I, he's been great at adding guys on. I, I'm thrilled for the linebacker situation now that Quiveras Crouch has joined the mix. Um, I think seven's doable, man. I do. It, it's a massive one-year overhaul they did. And, yeah, because, boy, I, I, sorry, I'm having PTSD last year. I got, like, the 1,000-yard stare going right now. Um it's going to be a better roster. Like college football players are going to be playing for Michigan state football this year. And that couldn't have been said. And this take year. I've, this take I formulated came from knowledgeable people like yourself and your yeah. co-host, Will Hunter. And mainly that idea of the raw great guy. Let's put that on the record great guy. and the great roster guy. that was assembled by Mel Tucker because of his ability to recruit mm-hmm. the transfer portal. I think Mel Tucker in the big 10 conference, as it stands right now, has one of the most forward-thinking approaches as it comes to this ever-evolving landscape of college sports and the one-time transfer rule, where he's saying, listen, you don't like our program, you don't think you have a fit here, best of luck to you, there's the transfer portal. He's a realist yeah. when it comes to it. And on the other hand, he is developing a portion of his recruiting department to specifically recruit the transfer portal. Now, there are people and there are coaches that are like, oh, man, jolly gee, that's a tough thing we got to do now, recruiting the transfer yeah. portal. How are we going to get kids to stay? All that crap. No. Adapt to the times. Mel Tucker is doing that very well. If it's a business-like approach, he is treating it as such. So I think the roster that has now been assembled, as Will told me, as you alluded to there, has so much more talent this year than it did at all last year. And then, of course, you take into the factor that, hey, Mel Tucker doesn't have to walk around with a name tag this year into fall camp like he did last year when he had just met people based on coming off of the pandemic. So I think... This could potentially be a seven-win team in the Big Ten East. I really do. That's the staple that Michigan State tries to uphold each and every year in that division. And I think guys like Anthony Russo, who have big-time college football playing experience. I think Kenneth Walker III, who was one of the more exciting running backs to leave the ACC and now come to the Big Ten. This team could do it. And not to mention guys like Jalen Reed that were incredible last year. All the pieces in place. I think this could be a seven-win Michigan State team. So for the past couple of weeks here on Locked On Big Ten, we've been focusing our content really around the team win totals that have been published and set by Bet Online because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, until we get to the college sports season, is in full swing. We are also still in the college sports season. The CWS is coming up. Will we have some CWS lines? Maybe, but you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action as well. Not to mention those team win totals, some early looks at lines already for the college football season, future outrights to win the Big Ten Conference, all of that great stuff at Bet Online. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are in the runs for the playoffs, we're in the preseason, we're in the offseason, all of that in one place at Bet Online. So when you head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you put in the promo code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, you're online sportsbook experts. This Matt Sheehan guy. This Matt Sheehan guy is crazy. This is a crazy episode on a Friday. We continue on.
Really and do. it's not a bad start to the season either. I'm not saying that these are all chip shot guaranteed wins, but when you play in the Big Ten East, I mean, it's tough to get a schedule that starts off as good as, okay, at Northwestern, Youngstown State at home, at Miami, that'll be tough. And then Nebraska at home, West Kentucky at home, Rutgers on the road, Indiana on the road, and then a bye week. Like that, That's not the worst murderer's row of seven games to start the season there, right? I mean, no. I could see five and two start, six and one start if we're feeling frisky today, and I am. Um yeah, I, it's it's going to bode well, but at the same time, the, the one thing that like sits in the back of my head is that, yeah, hey, the, the roster is improved from last year. However, last year, like some of these games, th- these weren't like toss-ups that MSU barely lost. They, they, they got waxed in a few of these games. I think in the Iowa game, I think in the Indiana game, where it was very clear that we would have to fight to even get a first down that game. Uh, the Ohio State game, they could have 150 points on us if they really wanted to. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's improved, but hasn't really improved enough. We'll see. We'll see. That's the realist approach. But on this crazy show that we had to end out the week here on Locked On Big Ten. Ten wins for this party. Let's go, baby. Ten wins. Ten wins. Let's go. Three or six bowl. That's what we're saying now for Indiana, too. It's not nine win Indiana anymore. It's 11 win Indiana. That might be potentially in the cards as well. I will say one final thing in our crazy – potential things to happen. I'm just going to say this right now. Here it is. What time is it? It is 10.51 a.m. on the Pacific time zone as we are recording this on Thursday, June 10th for a Friday, June 11th show in 2021. I'm just going to say it. Nebraska might win the Big Ten West. Boom. Talk it about happens, it. Let's go, it off. Love that. There Love we go. That. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of that's talent on that crazy. roster. If Scott can yep. figure it out, they win some games. I'm just saying that's the Nebraska homer. Me, I lived in Omaha for two years. We all know that. It. Matt Sheehan, any other crazy things that you want to get off your chest right now as we round out this episode? I want to whisper this because I do like their football program, and I don't mean ill will against them, but Jeff Brum hot seat, perhaps? It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that, yeah. that Rondell Moore, Penn, Purdue, Ohio State game, that, that, that ain't getting any younger. That's, that's getting further in the review mirror. That was a fun game. It was awesome. I had a great time watching it. Yeah. I don't know how much longer you can hold on to that game, though, Jeff. Got to start seeing some production here with that big old contract you signed. So, yeah. Yeah. It will become what is starting now in June as a whisper. Could become very loud voices by the time we get to October or November if things are not going well for Purdue. I think Jeff Brom is a great coach. I think he is a wonderful offensive mind. He has brought talent to West Lafayette that we haven't seen at the skill position in quite some time for those Purdue Boilermakers. His hiring process of who he brings in on his defensive coaching staff, that's been the hit and misses. Three defensive coordinators now entering 2021 in the past three seasons. That might be the downfall, but also goes to show you that being a coach, being a good head coach as a – what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a D. Not deflect. Deliberate? No, you know what I'm saying? Debit. Yeah, I do. And I can't think of the word either. Yeah, this is it's like uh, people are bad at um not like facilitating. God damn it, it will come to me as soon as we sign off. You facilitating know delegating. Is a good word for it. Delegation. Delegation. There we go. But it also goes to show that being a good head coach of a big football program, you have to be good at delegating yeah. and you have to be good at making smart choices. I don't know if Purdue and Jeff Brom, at least during his time at West Lafayette, has made good choices when it comes to picking that defensive staff, Bob Diaco, Bob Diaco. Oh, just every time I think about it. But I, I agree with you. Those whispers now in June might become very loud yells by the time we get to November if things do not go Purdue's way this year. But they have enough talent on that roster. They do. And even on the defensive side of the ball to be successful this year. We'll just have to see what happens.
Yeah, sorry, that was kind of a lukewarm take. I, I should have came out hotter. I'm no. sorry. You know, you Purdue, ten wins, ten wins for Purdue as well this year. That's I'm giving everyone ten wins this year. That's right, baby. Purdue and Nebraska are making the college football playoff. Both of them come right. out of the Big Ten West. Yeah. They're going to do it. Yeah, they're going to tie. That, they're going to make an all-star team to play Ohio State and Indy. It's going to be awesome. Cannot wait. I don't even. Do you think? Let's let's talk about that. Do you think an all-star team of Purdue yeah. and Nebraska could beat Ohio State? No, not at all. I no. no I think so either. Fifteen and a half point spread for that one. No, no way. All right. Here's another question, and this might be the topic for next week's show. Do you think an all-star team of the thirteen other football programs in the Big Ten Conference could beat Ohio State? Or like, what's the spread for that game? Now, now I do think it is. Now, now, yeah. now I do think that you can win. I think it's going to be a four and a half point spread going to the favorite um, All Star team. I guess yeah. I think another or like could a Big Ten West All Star team? I think that would be very close and exciting. I don't know who coaches wow. of, of that bunch. Jeff Brown. Why not, Jeff Brown? This is how you keep your job. You got to beat Ohio State with an All Star team from the Big Ten West. Um, <laughs> go get him, champ. Good luck. And wow. if the Big Ten West All Star team wins. Oh, boy. I was going to say every, each individual team gets to play a quarter in Pasadena, but that that doesn't work at all. There's only four quarters. Um, a we'll quarter of a quarter. We, we've got a lot of summer left to, to work this yeah, out. We, yeah. See, this is what happens. Coming mm-hmm. next week on Lockdown Big Ten, <laughs> could a Big Ten West All-Star team beat Ohio State? Thank you, Matt <laughs> Everybody, Matt and one of the co-hosts of Lockdown Spartans. A wonderful, wild, wacky, crazy episode oh, yeah. throughout the week here. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, Matt. I hope you have a better one, Ben. How about that? So many thanks again, as always, to my guy, Matt Sheen, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Spartans. He, along with his partner, Will Hunter, do an incredible job keeping you entertained all summer long at Locked On Spartans. Make sure to go give that a listen now, as soon as you are done here with Locked On Big Ten. So this is the final episode of the week. A reminder in terms of our programming schedule. It is now just three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. However, a slight hiccup in that I am traveling on Sunday. I will not be able to record a Monday episode, so we will be back next Wednesday, on Wednesday, for another new edition of Locked On Big Ten. In the interim, if you want news outside of the Big Ten Conference, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes every single morning with the Locked On Today podcast. Today on Locked On Today, what is the plan for the Steelers at quarterback after Big Ben? Big Ten Ben, but that's Big Ben Roethlisberger. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So a small hiatus until we talk again on Wednesday, but before that make sure you have a splendid weekend